brought to you by GN and Co. Ayo, where you going? You know that it's after school is after school with your girl, Sis G-U. Sure, gang, and welcome back to yet another episode of After School is After School with your girl, Sis G.U. To my returning listeners, I hope that you guys are well at home. And to those that are passing by, all right, I hope you like what you see. And you join the gang, and please. I hope you like what you see. And you join the gang, and please. I hope you, what you, and you join the gang, and please. Okay, we're back. Can we better? Everybody say yeah. I said we're back. Everybody say yeah. Okay, I feel like I'm a little bit excited. I haven't done this in a while. Um, yeah, I haven't done this in a while. Actually, I tried to do this before my birthday, and I just felt like I needed to give myself that time to prepare mentally, you know, for reaching a new age, child. And just, honestly, it was a very reflective time for me. So I think trying to create content whilst I was feeling a lot, I just wasn't able to deliver the way I know I could deliver. That previous episode just felt very heavy. And I didn't like that, you know, like as much as I've learned things, I'm grateful that I'm still here. I'm grateful for the lessons. I'm grateful for the blessings. I'm grateful for the redirection. So I feel like the episode should give that, you know what I'm saying? Gratitude. Amen. Hallelujah. I've given you guys this big intro. (laughs) And I'm not even doing the episode I think I'm doing. But you know what? I'm a keeper here anyways. Today, we are going to be doing a mental journal. I have this segment on my YouTube channel, Uncomfortable Growth, where I would literally just turn the camera on and speak about where I was mentally, the things I was struggling with, the things I've been able to overcome, you know, just like an online diary. And I kind of feel like I'm going to do that over here on my podcast because things haven't been easy. I don't know what it is about this time of the year. I feel like I suffer from seasonal depression in that around this time of the year, I'm normally exhausted, you know, when the exhaustion end of year fatigue starts to kick in. And as soon as my body is tired, I feel like my emotions start to drop, you know, and just, I don't know, everything feels a lot heavier and feels a lot harder. So it feels like I'm approaching that season. And I know that I feel like this because of the year that I've had, like 2023 was truly freaking a lot. I'm really shocked I'm standing and that I'm still here. More than anything, I'm proud of myself, but I think that it's been a fight every single day. And I can now feel in October the effects of having to fight for my life, technically, basically, or having to fight through the year. And I can feel that things feel hard. Rather, I know that things feel harder for me because the things that come come easy to me aren't coming easy anymore. The... And this sucks to say, but like the hardest part of my day right now or the worst part of my day is waking up. And not even on some suicidal she, you know what I'm saying? I'm happy for life. I once was suicidal and I'm really grateful that I've healed to the point where I wake up looking forward to life, you know, and I know that another day is a blessing. But waking up is the worst part of my day right now. Yeah, I think it takes me forever, right? I am an early morning person. I'm an early riser. But getting out of bed is the hardest part. 
So, and I know that right now it's the hardest part in my routine because when I wake up, I feel like I'm confronted with the world and I'm confronted with the problems that I was facing the previous day. And in a day, I feel like what my routine is, is that I'll wake up, remember what I'm going through, you know, remember my life, my situations, the conversations I need to have, the things I need to go about, my problems, whatever. I wake up and I remember all of these things. And then throughout the day, I'm talking myself through them, right? So basically what a morning for me looks like, like I'm a wake up, I'm a roll around for as long as I can roll around. You know, if I don't have a commitment, best believe we, I'm in that bed for longer than what I should be. But I do that. And in that time, I'm like, okay, Google, it's another day. Like you have to tackle the day. And I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like I've been waking up with, I want to say my insecurities or my doubts at the forefront of my mind. So it's like, I have all of these things that I need to do and I'm reminded by them and immediately I become overwhelmed and I almost have to work through that again. So I'll wake up with a certain feeling or thoughts and I have to work through the fact that like, okay, Google, it's just a season. You know that, you know, it's another day in the season. It really sucks that you're still in this season, but it's a season and you're not to blame and good things are coming your way and you have to forgive others and you have to forgive yourself and God is still in the neighborhood when it even doesn't look like it. Like my morning looks like me waking up with my problems and then repeating repeating all of the things that I've just said to you guys to myself so that I can ease myself into the day. And then I get into this, this space during the afternoon where now I'm really starting to defrost. So I'm like, okay, cool. My problems aren't that many. I survived yesterday. I can survive again today. And yeah, then I guess I start to feel better. And now like evenings are my favorite part of the day because I feel like that's when I feel the lightest because I've worked through the morning fog and I've worked through so many thoughts throughout my day. Now I feel like I'm my lightest I'm my, and I'm at my most free just for the day to end again just to go to bed and have to repeat that process that is what what is finishing me right now like having to do that every single day is taking so much strength from me and you know what I am so proud of myself for being able to do that because once upon a time you know I would have started feeling like this and I would have given in to what it was I was thinking and how it was that I was feeling and gone into like a little bit of a spiral you know gone into a depressive slump and every day I choose to fight it's exhausting and I know that's why my mind is tired right now and my body's tired because I'm having to put up the good fight every freaking day in a way that I've never had to before and I'm literally fighting for my mental health and I'm fighting for myself you know because I don't believe that I need to dwell in the past and I don't believe that I am a prisoner of my past anymore so it's I guess it's the process of letting go but even in letting go you have to remind yourself daily constantly and I think only recently or this year have I realized how taxing that is so yeah that's me so I feel like that's how I already I start my day needing a lot of energy you know and it's like you're supposed to have this great morning routine Naturally, like I said, I am someone who can wake up early. I really do like to be active, especially for my mental health. I love that. I love to journal. I like to read the Bible. I really like to start my day strong. And again, I'm struggling to do these things. And all of these things take so much energy and so much discipline. Like, it's so easy to wake up in the morning and give in to the mood that you're feeling instead of fighting it. It's so much easier to wake up with a heavy heart and be like, oh, well, guess what? The day is canceled. I'm going to wallow all day. I'm going to, you know, do what I need to do or not do the things that I need to do and take to what I'm feeling, which is not a problem, you know, because some days you need to do that. Some days it's really overwhelming and you need the extra few minutes in bed or extra few minutes just loving on yourself and caring for yourself. And that's 
cool. But you shouldn't stay there, you know, when you do have the energy to fight, fight, feel it, but let it go. Don't let it stay. Don't sit in a place that you shouldn't be in. So yeah, I wake up needing all of this energy to low-key fight for my life, like fight for my mental health, fight for my perspective for the day. And then obviously after that, life happens. You know, I can get myself to be in a better space and then I'm just going to experience inconveniences. I'm going to be irritated. I'm going to be triggered. I want to be sad. I want to be, you know, so it's like working through that initial phase in the morning and then kind of having to deal with whatever happens in the day, which again, I think needs a lot of strength. And then again, like I said, towards the evening, I feel better. Yeah. Also, I just feel like I've gone through a lot this year and so much change that I'm honestly struggling to speak in my friendships. Like I, I have nothing to say to anyone and it's, it's literally not personal. It is just that I am going through so much and I'm figuring out so much for myself and processing my own thoughts that right now I don't have the energy to relay the information or the story. I don't. The only energy I have is to speak to God. And my therapist. And even those schedules, sometimes I'd be missing it. Or those appointments, I'm not as consistent as what I should be. But I'm allowing myself to not have the energy to have to be present and not have the energy to share my life. My life feels very sacred right now. I feel the need to protect it. And I think that's because I'm changing so much. I'm going through so much that I don't want to have to be going through what I'm going through and adding other things on top of that, you know, forcing myself to be present, forcing myself to be out there when it's not the season, babe. And I think, oh, the thing, the scary thing is, yeah, I thought the season would end a lot sooner than how long it's actually been going on for. Like, I really thought that I would have come to this part of the year and certain things would have been done for me. Like, I wouldn't be having to think through certain thoughts. I wouldn't have to feel the things that I'm feeling. I wouldn't have to do all of this, but I am. You know, like, cool, God, you have singled me out. I feel like I have someone who's been helping me through this stage in my life. And she keeps saying to me that like, Gugu, you've just come out of the wilderness, which was the whole year for me. Uh, well, most of the year. And now that I'm out of the wilderness, I'm trying to adjust again, you know, like I'm trying to navigate my friendships, navigate conversations I feel comfortable having, navigate being outside, navigate sharing my life, my energy, my story, all of it. Like it feels so freaking new to me. So she's always reminding me that like you're out of the wilderness and it's okay to need time to readjust, you know, and it's okay to just pour into yourself a bit. So babe, like, I, I just, I have nothing to say to anyone. I really, I, I don't. And I think that naturally I'm not much of a talker, which is obviously very weird because you know, you guys hear me all the time talking on this podcast, but I think that it's nice for me to share my thoughts once I've processed them and once I've felt them and I've gone through certain things. And, you know, sometimes people really want to be there for you and you want to let them be there for you. But in the same breath, it's just, you don't need that. You don't need to share the story. You don't need to be, I mean, you always need people to hold space for you, but not really. Like right now for me, not really here. No. I think the only person who can truly hold space for me the way I need is myself and God. Like the things that I'm going through are literally between myself and God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Okay. It's just all of us in a boardroom right now working on the things that we need to work on, confronting the things that I've been avoiding for years. You know, like my eyes are being open to things that I never saw before, you know, situations that I thought were cool that weren't cool. As a recovering people pleaser, it's been so wild to really open my eyes to the situations that I have allowed and behaviors that I have allowed and people that I have allowed to be in my space and to experience me in my energy. Like it's wild, you know, so for so long, of my, for a very big part of my life, I'd put the needs of others before mine. I'd put the opinions of others 
before my own, you know, and I feel like I really used to take to what it is that people had to say about me and what they thought of me because I just wanted to please everyone. Like, I don't like people who are upset in general here. Like, I really like peace. Yo, I like peace. I, I don't like drama. I don't like problems. And I've had my fair share, you know, at a time where I thought I was a certain person and I wasn't and I was growing into the person that I am now. I had enough experiences, all right? I don't need more. So I'm very cautious about things like that. So I feel like with spending more time with God and having him open my eyes further to certain situations and realizing that, like, this wasn't serving me and that because I had been this version of a person like been a people pleaser in this relationship I had allowed so much dude and also like having that realization sucks because now you're like oh what you like I kept myself in this like this is what I was doing you know what I'm saying like no one forced me to be here no one forced me to keep this situation this relationship to uh, but it was me myself and I just because I was putting the needs of others above my own ew that's nasty that's nasty business and I don't like that so I guess it's also like learning to show myself grace I was younger I didn't know I'm also grateful to the fact that I am being shown that like okay cool you're not equally equally yoked in certain friendships relationships situations business encounters like everywhere when I say Hey guys, my life has shook in every aspect possible. Like there is no stone that has not been turned in terms of areas in my life. Like God has really taken this year to really highlight certain things that I think he's been working on for a specific reason. I mean, I have an idea. I still don't necessarily know what it is. And I'm not going to lie. I am so excited for the season to end. Or rather, I'm so excited for a time in my life where I can look back at this time in my life and say, okay, I get it. It's like, I get why I had to go through so much. I get why I lost so much in such a short amount of time. I get why I had all the revelations that I had. I, again, to some extent, think I have an idea of what he's doing and where he's taking me. But like, do I really know? No, I don't. And I won't know until he brings it about. So, man, like just, again, fighting for my life emotionally, mentally, and still having to believe in the bigger picture and the bigger dream and that God is going to be faithful towards certain things in my life is hard. You need energy for that. You need strength for that. And I've been truly leaning on God. Like, a part of my daily prayer is that, Lord, let me lean on your strength and not mine. Like, I don't have enough strength to do this. I don't have enough strength for the day. I don't have the passion for it anymore. Like, I love what I do and I'll always do what I do. But I think that because my work is so personal and because I'm sharing so much of myself and my story, sometimes I'm just in seasons where I'm, I'm like, I keep at like, I, 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 I don't, I, I, can't, I don't have energy for it. I don't have things to say to people. I just want to keep it to myself. So yeah, man, it's like an awakening of sorts. But I think whilst things are being revealed to you and whilst you're in an awakening, simultaneously, you can be devastated. And this year has been a year of heartbreak for me. Um, and I actually said that to a friend very casually and they were like, excuse me? Like, what do you mean by that? And I, I think that this year has really been, like the theme of it for me has been heartbreak just because I think my hope and my faith were in so many things and in so many places where it shouldn't have been. And God has literally shown me that if you put your faith in people, if you put your faith in situations, if you put certain people above my word, above what it is that I say of you and who you are, you'll be heartbroken, babe. Like, I'm God. I'm the only person who can be consistent. I'm the only person who is never changing, never ending, you know? And also giving people grace in your life. Like, Again, nothing is truly personal in that people are going through their own things. You know, sometimes people are projecting. Sometimes it's just they're reacting off of what's happening in their life. You know, we're all going through these journeys. And 
I often have to think to myself that if I'm feeling so much every day and going through so much every single day that, you know, there are people who are going through something similar. You know, we're not going through the same seasons at the same time. But for the most part, everyone's waking up and fighting for their lives. Like, I know they said your 20s are hard, but damn, I did not expect it. Like 25, (laughs) 25 was nice, but 25 shook me to the core. And as I approached 26, oh, baby, I feel like it got a little bit worse. You know, like God had geared me up. And as I was approaching 26, he was like, okay, cool. I was gearing you up for this. So now what you've learned, you need to apply here. So yeah, that's just kind of like my mental journal. I feel like this episode has been all over the place, but I'm really proud of myself. Like as much as I'm saying all of these things, old Google would have been crushed by the things that have happened this year. I would have been devastated. My life would have stopped. I would not have been able to create. I would not have been social. I would not given myself and my time to those that still are in my life and those that still care about me. I would have been hermit the crab. I would have found the deepest rock underneath the ocean and hid myself there, you know? Um, and, you know, again, sometimes that's valid, but I think that I've done that for so long and I've allowed so many things and so many people to stop my own life, you know? And when you really come to terms with the fact that like you can't let outer experiences or things that are outside of you determine your own happiness, your own peace, whether or not you're able to do your work, like what the hell is that baby? Like you should be able to do things out of your own energy, out of your own like love, joy, you know? And if you're a joyful person, don't let people steal that from you. Don't let people steal that from you, you know? So Yeah, I'm very proud of the fact that I'm still standing and I think it really speaks to my growth. And, you know, as much as life may not get easier, I really have come to understand when they say that you learn how to deal with things better because that is what this year has been for me. It's not that anything has gotten easier. It is just that I have now built the resilience and the strength and I have the knowledge to navigate myself in these spaces that much better. And I have to stick on, like, guys, the only constant thing in my life really is the word. And I have to meditate on the word every single day. Like, I have to read scriptures every single day. I have to have God speak life over me every day through the Bible. I have to, I have to, or else I will literally lose the plot. Like without him, I don't know how I would have done it. And I don't know how I'm doing it. And he continues to do it. So I'm just like, you're the guy, bro. You're literally the guy. Even when the funds are depleted, the energy is depleted, the tank is depleted. His tank is ever full and it's ever present. And I'm learning to be a child, a child of God. I have a heavenly father who wants me to bring about my burdens, who understands, you you know what I'm saying? He sent his one and only son. Jesus knows what the earth is like. You know what I'm saying? He knows it ain't easy. So yeah, I feel like I have a father who is understanding to the things that I'm going through and is always like right there. So I need to lean on him more. And I guess that has resulted in me just really being silent in certain spaces and just only having a conversation with him because I low-key feel like he's the only one who can breathe life into me and give me the things that I need. I I even said to a friend recently that like, I feel like I'm far past the point of needing, I'm far past, I'm far past the point of venting for the sake of venting, you know, venting because I need to hear that, oh, everything's going to be okay. You're going to get through this. It's just a season. I know that. 
Trust me, I know. And I say to myself every morning, and yes, do I think that your friends should be a space where they can speak life over you and encouragement over you. Yeah, for sure. And I do have moments where I need that. But for the most part, like navigating my day-to-day, there's certain things that I don't need to speak to my friends about anymore because I'm enough of a counsel for myself and I've made enough of a home within myself to trust my inner voice and to trust my decision-making that I don't now need to ask the people around me. So, you know, that like that's obviously a skill and that's a great thing. And I think that's a part of of growing. And I think that's also what has added to the fact that I'm struggling to speak because so much of what I'm feeling, I know how to counsel. I'm looking for solutions. <laughs> I'm looking for solutions. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking for breakthrough. I'm looking for a miracle. I'm looking for answered prayers. I'm looking for peace that is beyond all understanding. I'm not... The rest I feel like I can do. And maybe, you know, that's problematic because it, it might be the hyper-independence in me, but I know how to take care of myself and I think I've really learned. And yeah, man, like, I just, I don't need to speak for the sake of speaking. Like, I, I'm good. Like, I don't have the energy to do so. But yeah, that's my mental journal. That's where I'm at. It's tough, but I'm grateful. I'm learning. I'll continue to learn. God will continue to be good. And I think more than anything, you know, the more you experience life, the more you realize how resilient you are and how you are able to go through anything. Like, again, the things that I've experienced this year and last year, actually maybe in the past three years that would have devastated me. So to see myself navigating through these things and still excelling and thriving in my own life and not letting them affect me as much is amazing. I had read this book that is called The Four Agreements. I'm forgetting the name of the author. And it has liberated me in so many ways. The four agreements are that. The first one is be impeccable with your words. Second one, don't take things personally. Third one, don't make assumptions. And the last one is do your best. And in each chapter, it obviously breaks these things down, but they're pretty self-explanatory. Be impeccable with your word. I am definitely someone who believes that the tongue has power. So even when I've been in this weird emotional place, it has been so important that I do not speak ill of myself and that I do not speak negativity over myself you know like the whole like oh I want to die I want to I don't play like that anymore I don't say things like that you know I describe things for what they are like I'm not you know like the situation isn't like it sucks and I can I can find words to describe the fact that it sucks but without cursing myself and speaking negativity over myself you know and also just learning to be honest in the fact that I, especially in the season that I'm in, I'm not someone who has been super social right now. So if I know I can't make something, it's just like, no, if I'm invited somewhere with friends, it's like, it's nothing personal. It's just not the time for me to be doing that, you know, instead of wanting to say yes to make everyone else happy and not taking care of myself. But yeah, be impeccable with your word in everything you do, because if your word doesn't stand for you, nothing stands for you. Like, I think people really don't understand that you can't you know everyone makes mistakes everyone lies here and there everyone has everyone has done things right but what's important is that you try your very best to be someone who's impeccable with your word and to mean the things you say like don't say things for the sake of it yeah and then the other one says don't take things personally and it basically speaks to the fact that if you are going about your day and you're having a good day and someone speaks ill on you and says bad things about you they are transferring the poison that is within their heart onto you and you have the decision as to whether or not you're going to ingest it or you're going to reject it ingesting it obviously it now affects your whole body it's going to affect your mood it affects your day you're thinking about something that that had nothing to do with you something that was purely a projection and you've internalized it and it was never meant to be with you it was never of you you know so 
when they say don't take things personally, you just need to realize that like most things aren't personal, even when they feel like they are. It's normally not against you. It's just the fact that people are dealing with their own things and they project onto people sometimes. And you should love yourself enough and be happy enough with yourself to know that even when people say like something that's not true or crazy, to know that, hey, yo, Joe, I like myself. Like, and I know that's not true about myself. I live with myself. I live with my conscious. I'm the person who has to be able to go to bed every day and wake up every day and interact with people every day. Like I know that I'm trying my best in these situations and that is enough for me. So don't let people strip you of that. Don't let people take that from you. And then the other one says, don't make assumptions. And this one has helped me a great deal. I went to a Momentum talk and one of, um, or rather a Momentum event, I think, yes, it's, it's called She Owns Her Success. And there were speakers there. And this lady spoke to the fact that women spend 70% of their day in their head. Just that statistic alone was just like mind-blowing to me because I am an overthinker. I am someone who is very much in my head. So I was like, damn. And then she continued to say that there is no one who is meaner to you than yourself. So think about the way you speak to yourself. Think about the things you say to yourself. Think about when you disappoint yourself. Think about when you're angry with yourself. Think about all of those things and that dialogue that is in your head. So one, you're the meanest girly there is towards yourself. Two, you're speaking to yourself for majority of the day. I'm a mean girly and I'm being mean to myself 70% of the day. Like, of course, it's going to affect my, affect my thoughts. Of course, I'm not going to be okay. Of course, I'm not going to think I'm going to be able to do certain things because these things are just running through my mind. And again, in that, I think it's like it's playing scenarios in your head and trying to understand why people do this and why this situation is like that. And I think that is, again, a part of the people pleasing, always wanting to understand, always wanting to tell your part, always wanting to make sure that you tried your best even though, you know, the situation wasn't working. So just let it go. So every time I'm, I, I'm taking a walk, I'm doing something, and I'm just like, hey, woman, hey, maybe Mary said this because Zach said, hey, boo. you know? And then I will, I've literally, I've now programmed myself to say, Google, stop making assumptions. And as soon as I say that, I realize that everything that was going on in my head was based off of an assumption that I was making. So there's so many scenarios that have died in my head. Like I no longer have time for them because I won't know the truth and that's okay. You must, you know, don't make assumptions about things. We don't know where people are coming from. And also we take things personally sometimes that we don't need to take personally. Again, people are going through their own things. They're projecting. It's your responsibility to make sure that you repel that and live your life. And then the last one is do your best. And do your best basically speaks to the three uh, previous agreements and how you're going to make mistakes. You're not always going to be impeccable with your word. You're not always going to not be able to make assumptions, you know. You're not always going to be able to do these things at the best at the best um, rate at which you want to. But what is important is that every day you do your best. And today's best is not yesterday's best. But where you are doing good, make sure to celebrate that and know that the little that you are doing goes a long way and that you're going to see the bigger results of the changes that you're making in the future. So yeah, that's the book that helped me, child. And I feel like that's what's been helping me navigate the season. Like things are happening. I feel certain things. But nothing is really personal. Everyone is on a journey. It's it's just a part of it, man. It's a part of it. And I deserve to fight for myself. So I think as much as I'm complaining about waking up and really soldiering through my thoughts, it's, it's beautiful. Like it's beautiful to see me fight for myself in a way that I've never done so before. But yeah, guys, that's my mental journey. 
mental journey. My mental journal. I hope that you guys are okay at home. You know, I hope that this podcast episode finds you and that you're able to take something away from it and that you're able to know that like, again, it's a season and things will pass and you'll be okay. There is nothing that lasts forever in the name of Jesus. Anyway, gang, I love you guys. Bye. Thank you.